Falcon and the Binge Minute, the only podcast in the world that we know of that goes to a movie minute by minute and reviews each minute to find the greatest minute of cinematic history. My name's Taylor. My name's Chris. And we are continuing our journey through Ready, Ready or Not, not minutes. Minute 30. Yay. What happened there, Chris? I don't know. I don't know what happened. (laughs) But we got there. We got there. I got a question for you. Okay. Do you sometimes stop listening to yourself mid-sentence? Do I stop listening to myself mid-sentence? Do you ever feel like you go, like you're talking to someone and then you go on autopilot and then you kind of come back in? Oh, absolutely. That's like my big thing. Mm. I just don't. Well, it's not that I got ADD and stuff, so things will grab my attention. And I have a habit, like my friends, my really close friends who I grew up with, mm. you know, even to this day, are like, Jesus Christ, because I'll be like parties with them or something. We'll be all talking in a circle for like 10 minutes and they're all laughing. I'll even laugh with them, but <laughs> I'll be in my own little world. And then at the end, I'll be like, what are we talking about? And they're like, fucking hell, we just <laughs> talked about my whole life story for 10 minutes, man. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> you know, it, yeah, it's really, it's actually a really bad habit. The other bad habit I have is learning people's names. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Like really bad. Like if I've met you five times and you told me your name, I'm so sorry. I don't know your name. <laughs> like I have no idea. Yeah. I just, for some reason, names are just my Achilles heel. And yeah. people actually get really offended because I'll be like, I know I've met them. Mm. And I'm embarrassed to be like, oh, what's your name? Yeah. So there'll be like months and months where I don't know this person's name. And it gets really awkward. Yeah. And eventually someone will say, I'm like, oh, thank God. And I'll lock it in then and there. And then, then it's fine. Then it's fine. But for a good period, I'll be like, hey, you. And what's yep. up, champ? And oh, me what too. a brother. What's I, going on? I hate when um, I, I'm with someone and they... Uh, I meet another person who I know and there's the expectation that I have to introduce them because even if I do know their name, I'll my brain will go, you don't know their name. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't know their name. But I'm also really bad at faces as well. So I was watching... <laughs> The video popped up on my Facebook thing. It was about a, uh, a guy who hired a lookalike to go as him to the, like a, be- a better, more attractive lookalike mm-hmm. to go as him to his high school reunion. Oh, wow. And they were, they were like, oh. That's genius. Yeah. That is genius. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah. So, because uh, the guy was, he's a really, bit of a larger, balder man and he got someone who they like shaved off part of his head, but it was like really fit and was interesting and all that. And it fooled like half the people and other people were like, that's that's not you. You're not him. You're not him. <laughs> but if I was in that situation and this person who came, I would just been like, sure, you're that person. I've got no context. <laughs> it doesn't matter that we went to band. It doesn't matter <laughs> and at I'd be, all. And I'd be like, hey, champ. Hey, man. Hey, man. He'd be like, hi, Chris. Hey, you. <laughs> there was a guy at my high school reunion. Uh, you know when you graduate from high school? Mm. You, there's like a ceremony. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you all go up on stage and collect your little certificates or whatever. Yeah. I remember there was one guy. Uh, oh, what was his name? I can't even remember his name now, but he went up on stage and the principal said his name out. And me and my mate Sean looked at each other and said, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> I've been to school with this guy for like six years. I had no idea he even existed. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? We went to school with this guy? <laughs> well, That's I mean, how bad I am. In my, in my uh, graduating year, there are 470 people 
Yeah. So I, do, I, so it's I legitimately fine. couldn't it, It's fine if everyone. you forget them, but I only had like 110. So I was mm. like, you know, and we're all quite close in groups. I just had no idea. I don't think. He must have been <laughs> on every weird angle or behind every pole when I was looking out across the thing, like behind a bin or just <laughs> off my peripheral vision, something, something weird. I just never clocked this guy once. Yeah. And I was like, who? <laughs> the other thing with my bad name, uh, I remember... My best friend in university, her name was Marita, mm-hmm. and my f- I only did one year of nursing, but she, I met her like week one, and she was like sat next to me in a lecture and went, hi, and I was like, hello, and she said, I'm Marita, and I said, I'm Chris, and then we did the lecture, and then we left, mm. and I was like, well, I don't really need to remember that. <laughs> and then like the next day, she sat down next to me again, I was like, hey, it's me again, and I was like, okay, and then we became really good friends yeah. but she knew my name from like the first interaction and I had no <laughs> idea who what her name was for weeks for yeah. so long for too long and too long had passed like it became an issue after like two months and I'm like too long has a passed for me to be like <laughs> what's your name you yeah. know what I mean and we hung out so many times it was so uncomfortable she's introduced me to other uni friends so mm-hmm. I made friends with all her friends it was just a fucking nightmare and when she'd leave, I'd be like, oh, even when we were together, I'm like, hey, let's play a rhyming fun game, you know, like where we rhyme things with our name. I'd be like, Christmas, dish, dish. And they'd do it, but I had no idea what she was like, you know, like I have no idea what, like, she was like, you know, she'd be like something, uh, burrito. I'm like, what the fuck's name? <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, and eventually we did a study group at her house. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the fridge and she must have been into the... This is when The Biggest Loser first came out. Yeah, yeah. And she must have been playing at home, like losing weight at home or something. Yeah, yeah. Because she had a a picture on the fridge with the name Marita and a boyfriend's picture on the fridge with his name. And I'm like, that's got to be the name. So I went, hey, Marita, you like The Biggest Loser? And she went, yes. I went, thank God. I looked (laughs) it in there and there. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. It was so stressful. Oh, man. Well, that's why Facebook is so good now. Because if you know that you know someone, you can sort of like find them. Yeah. And you can connect their face to their name. My yeah. problem is fate because faces are so bad for me. I, I'm i not too bad. I've got like a collection of names, but no one to put them on. Mm. So there's people will come up to me or like pass me and get really sad and upset. And sometimes I get like mad text messages from people that I haven't acknowledged <laughs> in the street. But it's because I'm in my own land. And even if I wasn't, I would not recognize you. One time I was hanging out with someone in high school mm. and I met them. We we're hang- hanging out every day for a month and then they cut their hair and I didn't know who they were. <laughs> <laughs> it was not good. Wow. Well, do you know who doesn't have identity problems? It's Grace and Alex in Ready, Ready or, or Not, not minute, minute 30. Wow. Yeah. My prediction did not come true. I went down the road that Fitch Bradley would be like, <laughs> come here, guys, I've got her. And uh, you added the little touch that his hand would be stuck <laughs> in a jar or something. And you'd be like, God damn it, Fitch Bradley. That would have been the best. That would have been great. <laughs> and I'm sad it didn't come true. It didn't happen. Or they're like, guys, a bee stung me. <laughs> something weird. Like Fitch Bradley comes in, a bee got my foot. And oh. now my foot's sore. <laughs> <laughs> this is something where you got to do something about this. <laughs> and uh, did your prediction come true? Yeah, mine did come true. But mine was quite boring, so I kind of had to. Basically, what I said was they would get up 
and go hide in the servants' corridor, and halfway through, Grace would be like, "What's happening?" And that's exactly yeah, that's what exactly that's what exactly what happened in this minute. This uh, it was a the, you. It's like you wrote the movie. Yeah, it's so crazy. I like to do a little. We do a little uh, like a, a fix for last minute. Okay. We said the mum, Becky, and the dad were going to well carrying the servant dead girl out the room. It's yep. actually Aunt Helena. Yeah. And the dad carrying. And out. she's got the legs, doesn't no, she? No, she's got the head, man. Wow. She's fucking. She's right in there. She Aunt Helena is a witch. She is ripped. A vampire <laughs> witch, and she can't wait to get to kill her. Aunt Helena, underneath like her fashionable menopausal woman clothes, I reckon she's just like fully ripped and has like a six pack and mega arms. Yes, yeah, she's so she's just picked this person up like it was no problem. That's yeah, right. So what happened is they all left the room and then Grace is like got up and Alex is like, "Come, well, you got to follow me." And he goes to servant quarter. Oh no! First he was look, trying to find. He's like, you "Oh, where's grab your, your phone? Grab your where's phone? Your phone? Get the right. keys." He's trying to find them. I think he might have found the keys, but then he also said, "Ah, oh, so and so must have taken That's away the right. phones." And then she was just kind of like, "What the fuck? What the fuck just happened? What the fuck?" Yeah. And he's like, "You pulled the." Bad card. You pulled this one bad card and you pulled it. Ready or not, they think they have to kill you before sunrise. Yeah. That's all we got. They think you have to die before sunrise. Yeah. And then he opened up the servant corridor and pushed her through it mm-hmm. and just closed the door just in time for Emily, his sister, to come back in, look in the mirror. She just killed the servant girl. Yep. yep. Looked in the mirror, gave it kind of a G up like... No more fuck-ups. And then did the biggest bump of cocaine <laughs> off her hand yep. and had like a cocaine mustache and went, woo, and left the room again. She said, you're a winner and grabbed her gun and like, I, it looks like I she was going to like... shoot her head off, right? <laughs> yeah, it was full on. <laughs> but she grabbed her gun and was like, you're a winner. It had a big bump and um, the headed biggest off. bump. That so, was the biggest bump I've ever seen. It's sort of like uh, comical. It's almost as if you know that Duck McScrooge <laughs> jumped into a swimming pool full of cocaine. But keeping up uh, the you know the face value of Team Cocaine. Oh, she is repping that you know mission statement. <laughs> mission statement is have more cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll we will kill. But we will kill high on cocaine. That's uh, Team Cocaine's mission statement. (laughs) (laughs) And then we had a little moment when they were in the service corridor. Mm -hmm. And uh, did they say anything in there? Um, he, he was basically like, it was all very similar to, you know, if you're going home. Well, he was more like, your issues? It was kind of nice. Yeah. It was like kind of like a nice, oh, you got issues? Very husbandy. Yeah. Very husbandy. I feel like they're going for the divorce courts. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think he's going to be doing this for very long. I feel like there's a divorce coming. If I if I was the betting man, I'd say this uh, relationship doesn't have the legs. <laughs> well, look, I feel like I know I say it almost every episode, but this entire thing would have been negated if there'd just been like some open communication. Well, I don't think there'd be a wedding to begin with. You know, can't they just elope? That's or, true. Or just not even get married? Yeah. They'd just, just be registered as de facto. That's right. Get married in Vegas. Get yeah. married in Vegas, away from the family, and just say, oh, we're married, by the way. And we don't do this uh, board game bullshit. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, Papa. What do you think the success rate, in all honesty, mm. what, what do you think the success rate of a marriage would be after one night of the family trying to kill you? Is it like, what, 40, 60, 30, 70, 80, 20, 90, I, 10? I, well, okay. Well, imagine it was you. Yeah. 
You've married into my family mm. and surprise, they're trying to kill you. But I've won. I won. You won? Yeah. Oh, this is up. <laughs> well, still, how did you feel? Because I'm a hero. I won. You won? How do you feel? Do you want I, to stick around? Um, oh, well, they, well, they're all gone because <laughs> I won. So. Well, on one hand, it's obviously horrible and traumatic. On the other hand, it is a bonding experience. If you both survive. I'm going to say one in ten would survive and it would do a lot of, there's a lot of backpedaling and like, I'm so sorry and trips nicely <laughs> and stuff. And the family's like, well, you know, it was a, we had a rocky start there at the wedding day, but we've gone to love you, champ. <laughs> oh, you mean the family? Yeah. That's what the family said. Yeah, we're going to love you, champ. Oh, no, you had to be estranged from the family. You can't go back there. That's oh, okay, insane. well, maybe none in 10. Maybe it's a 0% success rate. Maybe. We'll never know. Anyway, the movie, the minute ended there. Mm-hmm, it did. And what did you rate it? I enjoyed it, um, but I'm still going to stick it about, you know, I'm going to go down slightly, 44. 44. Yeah, I enjoyed it, but um, again, I'm still so mad at Alex. Yeah, I <laughs> know that, what you mean. That's not going to leave. I wrote 49. Oh, really? That's a jump up? Yeah, because I love Team Cocaine coming in that and getting in the good. spotlight. I like the bump. I'm like, yeah, that's 49. And but I like that she doesn't have any other teammates either. She's just in it to win it. And she just, even said, you're a winner. She's too hardcore for she's everyone got, else. They're she's like, got a Jesus. beautiful ego. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. I think well, she do well with like a meth, like Team Method meets Team Cocaine. Ooh, they're enemies? <laughs> one's, one's super angry. <laughs> and, 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 and like incapable of getting anything done where one's hyperactive and like, <laughs> woo! <laughs> I rated it. So I said 49. Yep. What's your prediction? Oh, so I reckon, I reckon we're going to cut to the, the body being disposed of and the father's going to be like, we've got to get it. Get a game plan on. I reckon maybe about half an hour's passed, and they're a little bit annoyed that it's taken half an hour. Ooh, well, it does start midnight, so they have six hours. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, I, whenever dawn is. Yeah, I'm not about 100% six. sure where dawn is. Yeah. Well, that's not a bad prediction. I think we're going to stick with Alex and Grace in the servant corridor just for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And she's going to have a. She's going to say some words to him, <laughs> which may be quite like. If you if you're a PG child, not not for your ears. I think there's going to be a swear. There's going to be one swear. She's going to say she's going to say fuck you and your big fucking family and and then punch him. I want him to. I want her to punch. She's going to physically punch him. Oh, that's my prediction. I like it. Yeah, it's got so, legs. Thank you very much. Well, uh, well, we've got two predictions. We'll see which comes true, if any. Thank hey, you for listening. Hey, Taylor. Yes. If I wanted to go wild <laughs> and I was of a, and I was some sort of a pig. Yeah. What could I do? You could go buy tickets to Hog Wild, Taylor's uh, solo show, which involves sketch stand-up in characters in a extremely uh, up wild time. Imagine if you were, if you were Emily and you just did a big bump for cocaine, you wanted to express that as a show. This is the show. <laughs> Tickets are at Fritzenberger and it's on December 10th, I believe. Yeah. Uh, which is a Thursday night. Thursday night. So buy your tickets because it's a really good show. Anyway, thank you for listening. We'll be back with Minute 31. Oh, bye-bye bye now. now. Bye-bye. Binge Minute is produced by Brisbane comedians Chris Martin and Taylor Edwards. You can follow us on Instagram at Piss Martin and at Taylor Edwards Comedian or on Facebook at Chris Martin Comedian and Taylor Edwards. 
Get in touch with us at bingeminute at gmail.com with any questions, comments about the podcast, or suggestions about what we should watch next. If you've been enjoying Binge Minute, help us out by giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. We'll be back soon with more Binge Minute. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Binge Minute.